Okay. All right. No intros. We're going. No intros. Or anything like that. Straight into the <laughs> straight into the good stuff. Yeah. We're going back to our lo-fi roots, right? Yeah. So we'll, we'll edit out all the junk as we go. But um, I'm dead keen otherwise. Sure. Yep. That sounds good. I'll do the editing if you like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, let me get some resources up for the restricted list and yeah. uh, so the new I've, stuff. Well, so all the new stuff's you know, out there, but I have actually gotten a little confused about which roles we are using, or losing, rather, like which ones are going, because I, oh, yeah. I thought Scorpion, someone has mentioned that Scorpion losing Seeker of Air, and that didn't sound right. I thought, no, we're losing Keeper of Earth, right? I think Keeper of Earth is the one that's going. So Imperial yeah. Advisor have got their article updated with the new roles. Oh, have they? They've um, already done it. Those yeah. guys are all in... over it. Oh, mate. I woke up this morning and it was basically the first place I went to because I knew they would have it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking format-wise, uh, why don't we talk about... Why don't we talk about the new roles and the restricted list and and the various clans and what that sort of means for them yep. within the and within that context we'll talk about what makes cards good because we had originally kind of planned let's talk about what makes cards good talk about costs and restrictions and play like opportunities to play cards and things like that so yep. as we go through the new roles we can talk about the new cards these clans have access to and we can talk about which of those new cards they have access to is good what do you reckon yeah no that sounds good i'm dead keen i just like talking about the cards man i'm good to just just go on all yeah man yeah man okay so i'm looking at like the um imperial advisor roll locked cards should we just go down uh top to bottom on those yeah that's probably the way to go where's so how do you get to oh yeah the roll lock cards article that's the one yeah so when's the release date for the crane pack i think i think it's already out in a lot of places and then it's yeah. legal it's legal oh gosh yeah. well i no, want to say yeah. i want to say next week sometime yeah well i mean it, it was we had it last week over here like i I've, I've got it i've got it in my hands at the moment oh you bum i don't even have the uh, unicorn pack yet oh really yeah i, I think for people that don't for people that might not know, I've moved to Hong Kong, yeah. so I basically have access to nothing. So I'm mm. buying lots of stuff online. Yeah, well, I can always pick them up down here and send them over to you. That's pretty easy. We usually have extras. I've I've kind of made an arrangement with um, one of the stores back in Melbourne. Uh, they're sending me their stuff. Oh yeah, nice. Although the funny part about that, of course, is that getting packs in like one at a time makes the packs and the postage about equal price. So I'm paying fifty percent postage on the pack seriously how can postage be that much i don't know i don't know i'll look at um i'll look at it when i get it and then i'll be able to see the class and all that type of thing yeah that's um, absurd yeah postage what else that's pretty much it i think uh the guys here so there is a local play group in hong kong and some of them here are buying the car the packs like the next cycle direct from ffg because of that promotion that they've got so i'm getting in on that but yeah. If they ever take away that promotion, I'll probably, I'll probably not do that and just buy from the people back home again. Yeah, I kind of feel that promotion is a pretty bit of a jerk move, to be honest. It is a bit. And I know that they said in one of their recent FAQs that they were going to stop doing that, but I, th I guess it must have been planned. They must have planned for a certain number of 
packs to have it because yeah. we've seen the crane pack come out with it and the line pack has got it and obviously the cycle has got it so even though they said they're not going to do it anymore there's probably still a bunch of um packs that'll just have it yeah no i don't know yeah oh well. um i find i found myself on reddit i don't know how i got to reddit what was i doing <laughs> oh when is the when well yeah, when's the crane pack legal that's what i was gonna see Oh, product legality. Wow, FFG have actually got a page for this. Um, Legend of the Five Rings. Warriors of the Wind is legal April 11th. They haven't actually announced, uh, got it on their page yet, when the next when the crane pack's legal. Okay. I'm uh, just we, guessing it's... we yeah, got a anyway. we got an event this weekend, so we're just making it legal. That's awesome. We just sort of ask, is is everyone happy to have it be legal? And if no one says no, then we run it, you know, for a store event. Do you know what Travis McDaniel did on the Phoenix forums uh, on Discord today? What's that? He, um, after, after the roles were announced, he went in and he said, I've updated my pin post with like what I think the, the next, you know, great deck is. And he updated it to the crane, the crane deck. (laughs) So it's like the new Phoenix deck, is the crane deck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's Bit of a troll. I don't... Yeah, man. I'm just like looking at all the, the first rolls and second rolls at the moment, and it just... I like it like no one picked a bad roll. It's like they're all pretty strong, particularly for what they've got, but there's so much duplication, and there's so much air and air for Scorpion, and water and water for Unicorn. Just... It's a drag. Like, it's yeah, just that's, not that's enough, not as much variety as I'd like. Like I really yeah. want to be able to just, I really want everyone to be able to experiment more with cards and just do a heap of stuff, you know, like mix it up like air and air yeah. feels really restricting. I don't like it. I mean, I guess there's heaps more. And I've honestly started looking at um, a lot of the support of clan roles as well, instead of seeker and keepers, because you just get that extra, you know, extra points to throw in there and there's lots of good cards in those packs like yeah i always struggle with that though don't you struggle a bit like i tried to do unicorn and apart apart from spoils of war you know and each wayfinders i i could put in like wave was it wave spyglasses and things like and ambushes and stuff but it just suddenly didn't feel right it felt like unstable you know yeah when I, started putting more stuff I, I think the the thing is like you need to you still build your deck however you normally would but you maybe don't consider the splash so much but then mm. you can look at wherever it is your cards that will just monstrously supplement or augment your play style for that deck and your game plan and if you run a support card you can kind of do whatever you want like you can run two yeah two lots of a, a three influence cost card you know like you can run all kinds of stuff you can run heaps like yeah i don't know like particularly like that's, out of, that's, out a, that's a good idea actually i kind of like that like the big yeah i mean the big cards are very very viable in that you know just to fill the gaps like if you're running a scorpion dishonor suddenly you can run if you run support of the crab when that comes around you can run three um watch commanders as well as reprieve and something and something like it doesn't really restrict you that much mm. um so mm. i don't know but particularly like i run support of the unicorn out of a lion deck which i really like for the um the ambusher who cancels provinces and then the uchi wayfinder for a bit of scout 
and then you run, you know, like your talis not your talismans, but um your your spyglass, um, and all those other bits and pieces that really really help. And particularly like captive audience with support of the unicorn, you let, lets you throw down three of those makes a really big difference. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking yeah. of ambusher. You, rem- I don't know if you know, a friend, a friend of mine plays Unicorn all the time, so we kind of talk about it a bit, but yep. I think one of the, the big criticisms that people have with the Ambusher, even though he's fantastic pretty much all the time, um, is that he doesn't stop uh, Restoration of Balance. Does now. That's not, tr- that's not true anymore, is it? <laughs> totally not true anymore. He absolutely does. That's pretty good. Feel yeah. free to break Resto. No problem. Yeah, well, that's it. But, um, I mean, right. I don't- yeah, I... I don't know. I feel, yeah, I'm a bit conflicted about all that that errata. Like some of it's fine, but um, well, I, I just let, let's go through it and just just we'll go we'll do uh, what do we call it? Hot takes, hot takes on the restrictions. Yeah, right. Changes. All right. So Stewie's Stewie's in first. What do you reckon? I think that's I think com- everybody. Was- I, I think Stewie in there is completely unnecessary. I, I don't like. It's the same as Young Rumor Monger for me. I just think like yeah, it's good and it's like a staple, but. You know, who cares? Like, it's just not that good. Like, it, it doesn't... I feel like the restricted list should be for basically busted-ass cards or cards that bust things. And it feels like they're using it to just patch every little hole that pops up. Like, you have to have yeah, room... Yeah, it does feel... Yeah, it does feel a little bit um, like a hammer when, you know, some other tool that's not as blunt as a hammer would do. Oh, it feels like they've sent a herd of gorillas with sledgehammers into a shop <laughs> to fix like a crack plate. Like seriously, like they just they've got oh, there's a problem. We'll just annihilate everything. And it's exactly what they did back with Scorpion when they did um, a fate worse than death, and they also threw Young Rumormonger on there. And everyone's like, oh, there's bound to be a reason in the next few packs that Rumormonger was on there. And I'm like, well, okay, that's great, but where is it? It's not there. Well, so. The reasons the reasons they gave for Stuart Law was uh, because they felt that the interaction with Four Shame was too much. I don't agree, but that's what they said. Yeah, but and they said okay. They said that it kind of cancels Forged Edict and it turns off Aramora, and it removes the opponent's ability to escape the duel from death. Uh, so the duel from death with the Stewie down really is an actual duel to the death. Like you can't refuse it. It, it is, but people already know to play around that with Crane. Like, because people are already defending themselves against For Shame, right? Like, and it's, it's just a done thing. Like, it's something that they can do. And it's also a splashable card, right? And it's a cheap splashable card. And it's a really good cheap splashable card. It's a 1-1 one, one for 1 with good traits. Um, you can even piggyback off Scholar out of, out of Phoenix, right? So, you yeah. can do... Yeah, and it's he- 1 influence and 0 glory. It's got a lot of good, good yeah, things about it. Yeah, it's just really, really good. But that's what... But really, really good, I don't think has a place on the restricted list like i feel like pre- yeah. pre- i think preempting the restricted list i don't feel is the right approach i know that's what they wanted to do but i feel i feel like what they're doing at the moment is they wait until there's big problems and there's a big drama and then they all then they change the restricted list to fix all of these big problems and maybe do a writer as well as they have and then they also predict what's going to happen next and try to restrict that, where they'd probably be much better served to every couple of months updating the restricted list to just cover whatever is going on right now and don't overshoot. Like, Yeah, I actually think that's a really good point. And I think that applies to a bunch of different things, not just when uh, you're talking, when FFG are doing their restricted list. Yeah. It really is. So uh, 
what I'm what I guess I'm saying is that you really shouldn't be basing decisions on few or no data points. So if you don't actually think that there's a problem, or if you think there might be a problem, you should wait until there actually is a problem. Yeah, that's um, it. You should wait till you got some data about it. Yeah, I agree with that. Like if they could um, if they could predict that well anything else in the game like they'd be having a much easier time of it but they know they can't so don't try it could could have been something that could have been something that turned up in playtest as well who knows yeah although although three three out of those four cards are already in the in play that's the the same playtest as it let tadaka go and do his thing and all those other cards (laughs) on the restricted list (laughs) yeah well you know can't get everything i suppose yeah no hate fellas i'm just jealous yeah so I think one of the things you said as well was like, um, it's not really for good cards. It's for seriously problematic cards. So I think another card that's on the list that probably shouldn't be is um, Fate Worse Than Death. Yeah, well, even even if it's not broken cards, even cards that facilitate broken combos, like I didn't personally think like the old Pathfinder's Blade and what's the fella's name? Knittenmaster? Was that big of a deal? Mm-hmm. I, like, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but okay, whatever. Well, remember, remember that Ty- I don't think Tyler actually said that it was on the restricted list when he was on the Jade Throne podcast. He, I think, if I recall, he said that it was on there because of its ability to cancel the province effect. It's a yeah. bit like let go. It's like a way too cheap option to cancel uh, province effects, and that's why it's on the list. If you want that powerful effect, I. You- you gotta <sighs> maybe that. but it's roll locked and i don't know i just i don't think it's that big of a deal like okay it's cancer i feel like we're, we're trading yeah i think we're trading well-worn territory here let's talk about new stuff yeah right <laughs> so in in the combos category is embrace the void so i'll let you go first uh which it's category are we in sorry list. embrace the void um Again, I, I don't think it's necessary. Like, I I personally don't think Embrace the Void and Consumed by Five Fires is that big of a deal. I think the game needs ways, needed ways to heavily punish massive towers. And that was mm-hmm. a way that you could heavily punish a massive tower without getting completely boned by it, right? Like, you weren't getting smashed because you'd get to recoup think, some of that fate. He's... Don't overinvest is the answer to that, right? If you see someone splashing Phoenix and they're a seeker, go, hmm. They might have fire fires. Yeah, so I basically agree. I know a lot of people don't. Um, fire fires by itself is still going to be played for sure, right? Because yeah. if, if you remove five fate out of the pool versus five fate on the table, you're more than likely actually going to be removing more value on your opponent's side than yeah. you are on your side. You just kind of have to wait until you get to a minimum viable threshold where you go, okay, I'm going to remove five fate out of my pool and only three or four fate off the table. But if those three or four fate come off four and five cost characters, it's actually it's actually quite a good uh, investment. Uh, embrace the void. Uh, yeah, I was... I kind of, I kind, while I understand it, I don't necessarily agree with it, because I think that um, what you're trying to do here is you're putting a card on the restricted list, which prevents a certain interaction. 
yeah. and I, I can kind of agree if they want to address the interaction. Um, but by putting it on the restricted list, you're actually kind of go, kind of preventing not necessarily its interaction with five fives because people can still play those two cards together, but you're preventing them from doing that plus uh, secluded shrine, for example, if that's a way somebody wanted to go, or charge, or or something else that really has no interaction with embrace the void yeah i mean i just i feel that's what i meant before about this overshooting like they just it feels like they've just put so much into the phoenix like there's now what three or four different cards because didn't against the waves go back on no no it didn't no. I, I did got that wrong okay no. tadaka, so, tadaka remained on and secluded void, embrace the void went on and secluded went on yeah and secluded shrine right hmm and I, I totally get yeah. Secluded Shrine, actually, because when they made the change to Tadaka, I think that Secluded Shrine's coming up. Like, you can you can walk... I think walking the way becomes a really good way to start... Uh, yeah, start the the same problem with Tadaka again. So I'm kind of fine with that. Yeah, look, I, I, I disagree. I think it's too much. I like it. All, all they needed, like, they errated Tadaka, right? That was it. That should have been the end of it. Like, that is enough to... Okay, Phoenix can still be super strong, and that's good. Give them their time, right? But Tadaka being only when the Earthring is contested or claimed, I think, is what it is now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so that that's sufficient. That's all it takes. Like, and I don't care if they have Secluded Shrine in play. That's just another way for me to... It's it's three more cards in their deck you've had to take up with holdings that you're not going to bring people out. It's less chance you're going to see whatever else you need. And, mm. you know, it works fine with other stuff. That's great. But you're not... The thing is, as well... And I know I'm a bit scatterbrained about it, so I keep jumping around. But when you have Tadaka and Secluded Shrine and Embrace the Void on the restricted list you're not making people choose between those cards. You're making people no. not yeah. play Secluded Shrine and Embrace <laughs> that's the Void. Gonna... Yeah, but, that's it, exactly. Right? E- yeah. Even... And that actually, you have you have elegantly put my, my argument with regard to Embrace the Void. Like, it's, um, it's not it, a choice, right? Yeah. I think this is actually the first time they've done um, erratas in order to change the way a card was intended to play, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, so they've eroded Tadaka and they've eroded uh, Resto. What else did they errata? City of the Open Hand. So yeah. I think City of the Open Hand and Asawa Tadaka, both were their text block was the way the card was intended to play. Arguably, Resto might not have been intended to play the way that it has been. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think this is the first time they've kind of done a technical errata to change the way the card to, to change the intent of the card what do you reckon yeah no i do and i don't don't think i necessarily agree with it like i think i, I could see the argument for tadaka like comfortably obviously he was very impressive i didn't personally consider him i, I didn't feel like he was that big of a problem whenever i played against him um because mm. when you sit down and you play phoenix you go all right unless i see another restricted card tadaka is coming maybe i'll hold on to some stuff for that right and it's the same mm. with Resto. Like, just don't bid five, bid one. Open as many provinces as you can so you get hurt minimally and then go for it. Like, it's it's a little oppressive, yeah, but it didn't ruin my life every time I played against Dragon. Um, but that, see, that, that being said, I still understand the errata to both Isawa Tadaka and Restoration of Balance. 
Like I get it. You'd like, fair enough. <clears throat> you know, it's it's kind of funny actually. I was just that unicorn friend of mine. I was just talking to him the other day about the way I thought Tadaka should be worded, and it was essentially that it was like you should have to go get the ring, and then he's on yeah. instead of the other way around. So I kind of I kind of like that that change to Tadaka. Uh, Resto, on the other hand, I am I am thrilled. I'm thrilled beyond belief about restoration of balance because I feel like because un, unlike you, I I agree that there is sort of play here but i feel like it's it's like a dice roll right my play only mm. really extends to um okay i'm gonna build my deck in such a way that when i draw five cards on turn one and then when i hit resto and when i have to discard five cards i can i can kind of recover from that that's the only play there's no actual Okay, if I hit resto, how can I avoid its interaction, or you know, how can I, how can I do anything? There's, it's, it's gonna happen when you hit it. Yeah, and, I, and as I said, I think that's that's why I I don't necessarily fault the resto errata. It's it's been a, a thing since game one, like since everything came out, right? Um, I don't I don't feel the same way about City of the Open Hand. I think City of the Open Hand was super good and super strong. But people were already off it, right? Like, people were already whinging about Scorpion having a rough time. I, again, personally, I, I didn't really feel like that was the case. I was pretty fine with how Scorpion were going. I don't feel like Open Hand needed it. As The way I play Scorpion at the moment, if I run Open Hand, I don't get to use it most of the time anyway, because I like to bid lower. I'm often higher honor, so half the time my box is just blank. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was frustrating. And now it's just worse again. Like, it's fine... But I I don't think it's you know that terrible. You have to make another choice, but it's I don't know. It, it just so, it, it so feels, overall, for me it's an unne- unnecessary change. And, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, city of the open end. I I guess you know I don't I don't really feel one way or the other about it. To be completely honest with you, Stewie, I don't I don't care, and city of the open hand, I don't care. Um, obviously the Phoenix cards, I've got a view on, but. You know, I think two out of three, I'm reasonably okay with. Yeah. So, all in all, what are your your sort of takes? Is it just a meh? They've righted some cards. Now I have to play with stickers. <laughs> well, first of all, that sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but what about the poor guys doing Jigoku though? Do they do you change the text on the cards online? What what's what happens? So yeah, no, I have no idea. I know that Jigoku pulls the card images from Card Game DB. Yeah. So I'm just gonna actually. I'm pretty sure that the other cards that have been eroded do actually have online card images with the corrected card text on them. Yeah. Okay, so I guess there's every expectation that yeah. they'll that'll happen here as well. It's the people that just sort of rock up in my local playgroup. They're certainly not going to reprint like the foreign language cards, like the Chinese cards that they have over here. Yeah. And I doubt we're going to see reprints of the cards unless, unless they become promos or something, maybe then they get reprinted. If, if they but, settle on errata and it's definitely not going to change again, I would probably pay an amount of cash just to get proper fruits of the cards. I would, I would like it to actually make it out its way out as part of a cycle. Like how much how much extra do you reckon it would cost just to add another playset of some of these eroded cards in? Because there's a bunch now. There's there's got to be like twelve, fifteen, something. Yeah, I don't. 
I honestly don't know. Like, I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't buy a brand new pack just to get different versions of the cards. But I think as long as it's not costing them money, it's fine by me. You know what I mean? I'd pay mm. whatever is necessary just to have them loot properly. Maybe make them full blades. I don't know. I'd do it though. But um, yeah. to answer your question though, for the most part, I'm a bit, oh yeah, that's the errata are fine. Um, it doesn't, none of it bothers me that much. Mm-hmm. But for that reason, I'm a bit off it. Because it feels like it, a lot of it's unnecessary, except Resto and Tanaka, which I think is good for the game as a whole. I think it's solid. I think a lot of people really wanted to see those changes. I think they're positive. I think those two um, in particular are probably quite a bit too late. Check check this out. Uh, so Hidden Moon Dojo received an errata. Can you tell me what the errata is without looking? Wasn't it the... No, yeah, the Hidden Moon Dojo. That was a thing. It was like the, the OO on the... Little dashes yeah, above yeah. the O's. Yeah, the pre- yeah. They changed. They changed the title, and then they gave it the dojo trait. That's yeah. the errata. And I, <laughs> I couldn't even though begin to tell you how that challenges the pronunciation, or pronunciation. I have no idea. No, I could. I could. I couldn't either. I just go. It's dojo. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds weird when you have words in an English sentence that you pronounce with a Japanese accent. It just sounds weird. Like if we say dojo instead of dojo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I don't know, but um, I mean, it makes no practical difference. I haven't seen any when a dojo is played cards come out yet, even though it's got many dojos yeah. now. But yeah, I'm sure there will be, uh, no doubt. Maybe I'd really prefer they print more. I don't know, courtier bushy cards that are usable instead. Let's let's not sp- let's not spread yeah. our keywords too thin. <laughs> yeah, unless they're like active, active sort of keywords, you know, like uh, sincerity and stuff. Print more of those. Yeah. Not COVID, though. Yeah. Don't I, I just want to see all the, the base ones fleshed out first, but that's fine. Yeah. It's um, yeah. Should we, should we move on? I mean, yeah. there are a bunch of other... Actually, a couple of other cuts. Let's talk Arata. So we talked to Tadaka. Paragon of Grace should read, during a conflict in which this character is participating on your side alone, why add the on your side qualifier? I, For, like, I... blackmail or something? <sighs> I don't know. Like it's a, it's a, again, it's a good card. I don't know what the problem was with it. Yeah, I'm not really sure what it's fixing. I'm sure somebody will tell us in our Facebook group or something. But, um, yeah, on your side, maybe it's an actress thing because Paragon of Grace is three cost, right? Yeah. But hang on, that so Paragon of Grace. Why shouldn't it work on if if your opponent grabbed it with an actress? I couldn't even begin to tell you, man. I don't know what the issue is with it. What did they... Did they was there any comment on it? No, oh, apparently don't have a look, actually. Uh, yes, let's see. Let me do a... No, there's no nothing in the article on the Paragon of Grace. Just just because... Like, it, it's a good card, but it... it I've, I've had it played against me many, many times, and it was barely noticeable it's good like, like it was fine yeah. oh. it was it was good it's like a no it's like a good card right but yeah i feel very good i feel very good when i play it like yeah. when it comes out i'm like great i love you know randomly discarding cards from people's hands it's great yeah but like i didn't and when it's honored sorry you go no i just i didn't get any like tadaka vibes from it or anything like i was like okay no nah. it's a thing nah. i'll be i'll be mindful so Maybe some of these things. So here's one. Spear Rush's fourth, which is in the Crane Clan pack, um, has been updated to read discard an honored status token instead of an honor token. So I guess they were clarifying 
it doesn't remove an honor from your pool it it removes an honored status token yeah uh, so... well on, honor is different to an honor token but i think yeah from memory honor tokens are what go on public forum i believe no, aren't they i thought they were just the tokens you used to to track your honor it's clearly just a, a fix to the just card wording to make it clear about what it's actually targeting yeah i mean i mean yeah. all those are right i don't mind like that's fine like there's clarifying stuff which is you know as intended and is pretty mm. common sense to people that aren't just reading into technicalities and unfortunately mm. you've got to you've got to work around those people you know so they mm. do it and that's fine it doesn't doesn't do much no drama it's fine no problems <laughs> move on it's fine a bit, <laughs> it's bit fine. more meh all right so, uh, cra- so let's talk about the roles. So crab have now got keeper of water and seeker of void. Seeker of void for crab. Um, I'm just using the imperial advisor thing. Gives them access to. Should I read all the cards? I probably don't need to read all the cards. How about we read out some noteworthy cards? I don't think gives them access. Yeah. Go on. No, you, we, I don't think we need to go through all of them. I was just going to say there's a, a lot of cards yeah, no. on everyone, but the key ones. Um, the key ones i guess um being and becoming is interesting because it does feel a little bit like more save even though it is fairly cost inefficient uh being being and becoming is void roll void void roll only but it costs two fate so in some ways you could have just saved that two fate and put it on the character when you bought it instead of having it sucked off a ring yeah what else um Seeker of, I mean, Seeker of Void is mostly, I mean, there's three of them in there, like Crab, Crane, and Phoenix all took it, right? So usually it's all about the provinces, like being able to run Pilgrimage and yeah. also Shameful Display. I think, but I think out of Crab, maybe running, um, what the hell is that one called, that breaks and charges a dude in? That I can see that getting a lot of value out of Crab. Breaks and charges a guy in. Oh, you know. Um, oh, the void province. The yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's that's plus two strength when you've got a void roll. So it's like five strength. Yeah, but it's that's, um, but that's fine. A- appealing to the fortunes, I think. People complain about that with um, upholding authority, and again, that's one of those things I just don't. I I never saw the problem. It's like okay, it doesn't break, and you don't get the value out of it that way. But also, that province isn't broken now, and you're not two points down in your competition. Like, I. Mm. it's fine yeah i'm uh, yeah i was thinking about like what what are the provinces that i would run out of seeker avoid and it's clearly out of phoenix it's croy mori and shameful or it's pilgrimage and shameful out of other clans largely because the other province that you get that's void roll only is massing at twilight which is garbage it is garbage um that said temple of dragons is pretty good for a four cost on reveal um what's temple of dragons do uh, basically, on reveal, oh, you, you re- the... resolve the ring effect. Oh, that come... isn't that a water card? Nah, it's void. It's really good. I dig it. Oh, is that a, is it, that's a void province? Yeah, Temple of the Dragons. Oh, hell yes. I'm quite sure. It's entirely possible yeah, that probably... I'm smoking way too much crack. And I, 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 I thought it was... I could have swore it was water. Oh, now, uh, you make, now you're making me question myself, mate. So, yeah. Uh, where is my five rings DB? Was it Temple something uh, something? Let's see. Team Bushi Builder is going to go find it. Oh, you're right. It's Void. It is Void. Imperial Advisor, you let me down. You, the cards aren't updated on your on your thing. 
Well, no, no, it's not. It's not void only. It's just. Oh, oh, you're right. It's, it's just a. a, void. a it's okay. just a generic void. Like, but it's okay. good. Like, I've I've had it do good work. Mostly, I think because it's so um. So variable. Like it just. Yeah, it, actually, it, somebody somebody played this against me the other day, and I thought it was really, it was really cute. Yeah. Like it was it was good. It wasn't terrible, but it was like, huh. I never even really thought about this uh, province. Yeah. Well, you kind of need to, though, because I often, I mean, a lot of players, and I do it heaps, I will often choose rings so that my opponent doesn't resolve them. Like, really? I'll, I'll do void when I've got fate on oh, my well, guys yeah. and he yeah, has that's, none. That's for sure. Right? So I'll make sure that they don't nail me back and take the void ring. But this just triggers, and if they're doing that, they've probably got a lot invested in it, right? So it ruins your day. Hey, have you got a deck that you've built for Scorpion for, on the new roll? Uh, no. No, I have no. not. Okay. No, right. not the new roll, because Seeker of Air, right, we're still keeping, and that was what I was running predominantly out of my... Yeah, out of my Q and B. So deck. getting Keeper of Air, you don't really... you It doesn't really bother you? Like, you're not going to switch to backhanders and stuff? I, 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 no. No, not, not for that deck. Like... Somebody's going to like, build that deck. No, and... Keeper of Air is going to be good because you can... It it's, facilitates a Dishonor deck. Like, the strongest Dishonor deck that is going to have been out there so far. Like, it's going to be yeah. a com combination of just raw Dishonor and the neat, like, air cards. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, yeah, yeah. Mark Absolutely. It's going, to, it's going to be all the things that say Dishonor your opponent's sure. guys yeah. and make them lose honor. Yeah. And I it's mean, going to be... I mean, it also deck. facilitates a little bit more Scorpion Crane Splash with like, you know, additional political conflict cards that just come out and additional Mark of Shame... Not Mark of Shame, additional Soul Beyond Reproach and um, all that good stuff. Noble Sacrifice, a bit of bridge throwing. Um, let's you just pack... <laughs> pack let you pack a lot more of that in. Because under the keeper yeah. on Kayun Bayushi, you can you get you get some points. more jewels. You get some more jewels because of keeper jewel. I thought you guys have huge amounts of military on them, but still. Yeah, well, you, you can Scorpion got a few guys that have a bit of muscle, but nothing extraordinary. They got no sixes or anything, but mm. you don't need military, um, mate. Yeah. Uh, okay, so crab uh, key cards again. Crab. Uh, Test a skill? Not really. Not really out of crab. Oh, fires of justice. This is a card I was going to look at. Um, so I was thinking about it for Phoenix. After oh. you win a military conflict, your opponent chooses a participating character he or she controls. Select one. Remove all the fate from that character, or move any amount of fate from your opponent's fate pool onto that character. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 meant to shut down like investment bankers and giant tower builders, I think, both. Like you gotta pick one or the other. Um, does it does it shut down tower builders, right? Because if Tagashi Mitsu with all the trimmings is heading at your province yep. and then he does this and you play this card and you go and you go, Okay, well, I'll take all the fate off that character. Yeah. That's the idea, right? Yep. And then if, you know, your little you know, Bayushi Liar is coming to your thing and your opponent is banking fate because they want to bring Kachiko into play. They, uh, you win this, you play this, and then you take all their gold and you put it onto Bayushi Liar. Yeah, onto just whatever Actually, there. the Liar wouldn't work. The Liar wouldn't work because he's got like a dash, which mm. you get the idea. That's right. And then you assassinate it. Then you... <laughs> oh, 
Oh, the new the new fucking uh, comic twist. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. those things. That's a good one. It's like actually, why when... would you comic twist? That's a silly idea. Don't 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 do that, people. I don't know. You can do all kinds of yeah, because you just you just put it all on to that character. Like I don't know why you would want to move it around. It's probably just fine where it is. Yeah. Now I mean, that cover was, I think, I feel like it got a lot of attention when it was released, and everyone was a bit more excited about it. And then everyone tried it. It was a bit gimmicky for a bit. It was good fun. And then it just went away. Like against well, against anyone running lion cards and also running a void roll that also has the the fate to spend and also is winning the conflict, you'd probably consider it and go, okay, maybe well, that'll lion, happen. Lion had Seeker of Void, didn't they? No, they still do. That was I think. Oh no they don't. Lion. No, they no, don't no, have no. it anymore. Keeper of Earth, Seeker of Air now. Yeah, so Lion um, could have played this card naturally out of their out of their clan. Everybody else, I think, when you're looking at a splash, you're looking at certain key cards, and this is clearly not a card that people are looking to splash into. But uh, it could be just you know a little bit of spice, you know. So if you're looking to get your uh, Legionnaire ones and your hand to hands, go go grab them and then play one of these guys and see how it goes. Yeah. No, it's a good card. Yeah, I, can see, I think you can see... Um, add, a, add a crab. Yeah, add a, add crab, a crab, though. The Seeker of Void, I can see Seeker of War for Lion getting some use because Crab have got some pretty pretty hefty attachment weapons in there. They've got a whole bunch of them. Hey, um, you know what we said we were going to do? We were going to talk about like what makes cards good and what makes cards bad. Uh, so what make, why, does, why is this card bad? Like When you're assessing this card and going, is it good for Crab? What makes it not good for Crab? Are we talking about the role or time for war? Uh, look, we could let's talk about time for war because we've actually just talked about Pfizer justice All for right. a bunch. Um, time for war is fine. Um, the problem with it is that it, it's a lion theme card, so you have to lose to get anything out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a solid card in the right deck. Like the, it mitigates a lot of the issues people have with attachment hate for cards. So if you've got like two and three cost. Jade Tetsubos and Wicked Tetsubos and whatever else you want to throw out. Even your Pathfinder's Blade, which is free. Um, if you're getting them for free from Time of War because you've lost a political conflict, which is almost certainly going to happen, and you can make happen, um, then you're not paying all that fake cost. So if it gets let go or whatever, then it goes away. And you also you start recurring these cards as well. It costs you a card, admittedly, and you've got to lose a conflict somewhere, but it's still good. I, I like Time for War. I don't think it's a fantastic card. It's very niche. Um, it's not a spectacular card because obviously it's seeker all only and you have to run weapons and you have to lose a political so there's all kinds to it but yeah I, I think that's of, of everything I can see there that's all I can really see they're getting out of it they can get their seeker fate they can get their pathfinder's blade but they really didn't like the upholding authority um, going up yep. to five strength with their seeker of earth so yep I think that's fair yeah so anyway, let's move okay. on. We're at we're at forty three minutes, so we're <laughs> we're getting nah. we're dragging. You just tell me when you just tell me when you need to go, and we'll just go. No, well, I don't. Why don't I, we? I don't need to go. I feel sorry we... for the listeners who are having to listen to us drone on. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I tell you, I tell you what, then. Uh, inst- why don't you pick the next clan? So we looked at crab. Oh, I'm, I'm an alphabetical order kind of guy. So seeker of void <laughs> for crane. Seeker of void for crane. Yeah, same right. same deal, man. Like. Seeker of Void is, is just good. I mean, Crane lets them run... What, the... um, What is the Seeker of Void card? 
that Crane will be running nothing spectacular at all. I mean, it's all. They get to keep their get to keep their tester skills. You can expect to see that. Yeah, would you maybe. see Jurgens? Probably not. Being and becoming, would you see that? Nah, I'm trying to think what Crane is splashing like. Yeah, so what does the what does the honourable magistrate do? The humble or oh, the honourable stops oh, you sorry, losing hum honour. Humble. Is it humble? Yeah, sorry, it's humble. Humble magistrate with, is really good. Uh, with each character with a printed cost four or high does not count its skill towards conflict resolution. Yeah, I think he's fantastic. Hmm. I really enjoy him. He's really good with a bit of movement. Um, is he good in crane? Uh, yeah, well, he's a courtier. He's got two glory, so you honor him. He's fine. I, look, I think he's good all the time. Like, you don't have to run giant people. Crane got really good three and two costers. Uh, oh, so that'd crane, be fine. Crane. This is a province. This is a province pick again, right? So Crane are going to be able to have upholding magistrate, magistrate station, pilgrimage, and shameful. Yeah, that's that's right? pretty good. That's a rough province, sorry. Or Temple mm. of the Dragons and pilgrimage. The thing is, like, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think pilgrimage. Is, I think it's really great under the box, personally. But that's really rough for a seeker because you kind of want to get that fate earlier in the game, right? Yeah. In Phoenix chat, people have been talking about like where do we where do you put Kurimori? Yeah. I used to play Kurimori in the row like back after Gen Con when yeah. we had this role before, and I I loved it in the row, absolutely loved it. Yeah. But I think a lot of the the movers and shakers they're saying no, nah, it's put to the box province. Well, it kind of does because like, it's so crippling. If you've got a really one sided deck, mate, trying to. If you're not running multiple military conflicts in a turn, like out of Unicorn or HMT elsewhere, and you get lucky, mm. Kurimori under the box can be really hard to break through. Like, if you're a Lion or Unicorn that's dedicated to just military all the way, and every turn that conflict's just getting switched off. I've yep. seen people get shut shut down pretty rough that way, but... But yeah, no, Seeker Void, again, for Crane, like, you know, a bit of Seeker Fate is fine. I'm sure they just wanted, I don't know, something... It's, it's definitely it's definitely a problem a play for provinces I think we're going for like heaps of jewels and um, just good good really effective uh, cards on the dynasty yeah. side well, shameful the kinds that we're already seeing yeah well shameful display out of crane is oh yeah the Sh nuts. shameful and knob sack my god my yeah. god yeah it's super is knob rough. sack at, is knob yeah. sack at three cost three cost uh, not, th not three cost not three cost three of Three copies. Um, I personally run two whenever I play Crane, even when I splash and I really want it. Um, mm. I just think there are going to be plenty of time. Like, Noble Sacrifice needs to be like a scalpel, right? Like, you need to pick your time yeah, that's and do true. it right. Yeah, you really need to, yeah, you really need and, to set it up and then and you, you can't. Off. It needs a big, yeah, it needs a setup. And so two of them in your hand, you could... Or, or three in your hand is yeah. really only good for I guess redundancy like if you know one's going to get cancelled but yeah and I guess what I just said about like um, opportunity costs yeah yeah, it's but not... you know Shameful fixes that up a fair bit um, mm. so it's good I yeah I think it's fine again everybody like Seeker Avoid is I feel like a, a good default right like everybody's going to want to get it at some point if they're not really sure what else to take like the Humble Magistrate, I think, is really good. It's not got super good stats, but it's especially good in Crane. It's two Glory Courtier. And Imperial, if you were going to try and do the Imperial thing, I guess. But it's not super no. likely. No. No, no. <laughs> oh. 
I really, I really want to, but yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone does. I, okay, uh, moving on. Dragon Keeper of Water. Not quite halfway there, but almost. Keeper of Water is, I think, fight on, fight on, fight and on. and then uh, so you could run what three fight on, three reprieve, and what else for thirteen influence. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, I, I I think this rebuilds. Will... No, nah. That'd hey, be could you do? Could you do the crazy rebuild thing where you're rebuilding um, those plus three holdings onto your strongholds? <laughs> uh, that's yeah. That sounds really. That sounds really niche. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think. I don't. Like, don't get me wrong. Rebuild's good. I uh, just um, I don't think that's that's the deck it lives in. But um, particularly for your restricted slot, where you could be running what knit and master or uh, what else? I did hear, I did hear that one of the players in mainland China is running crab splash, like dragon crab splash, and he runs rebuild, and he rebuilds in those holdings that say if you've got less characters than your opponent, your opponent has to lose a fate off one of their guys or, or discard one of their guys. I thought that sounds that sounds spicy. Yeah, that's uh, not the way I'd go, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, no. Look, it lets them um, have all the cards we said before. So Crab can it lets them have Fight On as well as their Crisis Breakers, as well as Keeper Initiates. Um, they can splash Talisman, yeah. which is super good for Crab. It also if oh dude, Spoils of War Talisman Press of Battle. Yeah, sounds good. A lot of those cards are fine. They do okay. Um, the thing about Keeper there's... of Water is the Province Row is no good, I think. Oh, the Province Row is just a bit shit. Is it? I don't think it's that bad. Like, What would you run? What are you running? You'd run probably Upholding. I would run... Well, hang on, let me have a look. Let me just knock up a grab. <laughs> well, no, like, like you'd up, run... Upholding, up Shameful... I actually... Um... I... Oh, you wouldn't run upholding. You'd run defend the wall, right? No, well, no, I wouldn't. I don't fucking care about people's nonsensical nonsense with their. Stupid you play crab defend. lion style, lose to win. Well, you do. Like the every conflict favors the attacker, right? Like inherently, mm. because you risk losing honor. Your attacker wins on the ties, and the game is all about gaining those points. So if I was going to do Earth, and also just man, upholding authority is just so good. It's just yeah, so, it's, so yeah, strong. It is very good. <laughs> no um, argument from me. So you'd probably you might run Illustrious Forge for your fire, just because you run plenty of juicy attachments mm -hmm. out of Crab. Um, void. I you might run appealing to the fortunes actually. Would you run backhanded? Do you reckon you could yeah. get like a crab dishonor deck going? Are we talking crab or dragon? Because <laughs> we started on dragon. Oh my god! Sorry, it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I suddenly jumped into crab. Because I got all the good. Cards. Clearly, I'm I'm still adjusting. I'm still acclimatizing to the <laughs> yeah. new roles. No, I feel you. Yeah. But um, so let me do order. So Keeper of Water okay, so you, for yeah. Dragon. Yeah, I just... um, I think I started saying Crab as well, actually. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's right, because we were talking about provinces, and I'm like, oh, no, wait, let's run Defend the Wall. That's a Crab province. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so that's not likely. Um, Quality programming. Yeah, that's it. Nah, so you run, I reckon, Shameful Display. 
you run or depending on the deck you might just run rally you run resto you obviously you have to run resto right yeah yeah for the same do you actually no after the rider do you run resto what yeah of course you do yeah still like, do well, it. well if someone attacks you like all you do is you bonsai their guy right and they've got to dump half their hand like it's they, they get a mm. chance to bail out which is fine. I guess it's, yeah, but it's, it's still a bit like savage. Hitting up holding. Yeah, it, it's a bit it like is. hitting up it's holding. Yeah, more okay. or less equivalent. I mean, up holding gives you the scout as well, which is half its value in my opinion. Mm. But um, so you run up holding, you run resto, you'd run sacred sanctuary, I guess, depending on your on your build. I mean, even before the thrones, a pretty big swing. But what's sacred sanctuary? Is that fire? Nah, sacred sanctuary is air, and that's okay. um. Yeah, it's that's good. the one that lets you straighten straighten a monk, but it's only two strength. It's super squishy, and then you probably just run. I don't know rally. I am still a really big fan of rally on the row. I think it um mm. does really good work. Like it mm -hmm. just depends on the deck, but I get a lot of joy out of it. Um, alternately, midnight revels. So if you're running smaller bodies, you just like three costers, midnight revels every attack under your box or something. It just let you bow some mm -hmm. tower across the way, but that's it. Like, I think, knowing... Like, when you go against Dragon, you're going to see Upholding Authority, Restoration of Balance, and Shameful. You know that's going to be under their row, and that's terrifying. That's a rough lineup. Mm. Like, that's hard to get through. I, I don't I don't fear Resto as much at all anymore. It's crazy. It's... Yeah. I feel like a great weight has been lifted, actually. Because you were just saying, like, oh, that's a terrifying problem, and I'm thinking, Resto... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how terrifying it is. Yeah, and yeah, and that's fine because it's just been a rider. But you're going to feel that way until you dump five cards out of your hand. Yeah, that's right. Until I get absolutely and you're going to go, Oh, hang on. False yeah. security. It's actually still really good. It's just not busted <laughs> as hell. It's still yeah, good. Right. It's just not monstrously NPE. Mm. Um, so yeah, you still you still have your cards for a while. So it means you don't have to pre-play all your attachments and stuff before you attack dragon. You're yeah, just like I'll it. I'll just face check a province and then oh it's resto okay now I'll now I'll attach all my shit. <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt like because it just it doesn't resto before warped your game plan right like it just shut down shut you down it slowed everything down because you had to bid low. Or lose yeah, and you know what it. Do you remember the dragon matchup used to be a lot about let goes and resto and things like that? Yeah, yeah. So that's not necessary and, anymore. Yeah, and path and pathfinder is actually that hasn't that hasn't been a thing for a while, has it? Nah. No. Okay. So. Yeah. No, I rate it. All right. Uh, um, Moving on. Yeah, and let's run defend your honor as well in that same deck when they run. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's not bad. Actually, yeah, on, actually, that's defend your honor. Keep it cancel. It's good. Yeah, I don't know why we started Actually, talking about really, crab. <laughs> that's anyway. real. That's really good. Keep a cancel in dragon. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Nah, not bad at all. So next we got lion. I've moved on to seeker of air. Um, yeah. So you were saying you were saying that you like this, and I, I don't know. I couldn't quite figure it out. Um, I think now. Nah, so for lion, seeker of air is all about the crane splash. It is about soul beyond reproach to mitigate bullshit that comes with being lion and having high glory on all your people and making them monstrously potatoable with dishonor like because mm -hmm. you've got all these one one bodies that are tiny um so you can run what? your soul beyond reproach and there's also as long as you can get over the hump you've got all these honor effects right that you can run out of crane um out of a crane splash 
that are really good. Test 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 skill is pretty I, good actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You do like of, an Okoto storm. Maybe a little bit of it's a little bit of card draw. I don't personally think test skill is that fantastic. It's you kind of. I mean, if you're counting point for point, like fate equals a card and like, it doesn't actually net you anything. You just burn an action and and a card slot. Like, it doesn't do anything. Mm. Like, you burn mm. a fate, burn a card to draw two cards out of three, and it's like, okay, whatever. Just sort of know your deck down. But, um, but also, new splashables out of Crane will be Festival of Fortunes, which will be quite good for Lion if they can wrangle it enough. So that's the one that lets you just three fate and you just honor everyone on the table. But that's only one point of splash, one influence, which is pretty good. Because if you've got like... It's a three, it's a three, three coster. Yeah, it um, is. But you can play at any time. It doesn't have to be in a conflict. You just go whenever. So if you've got four guys on the table and your opponent's wait, got... Yeah, yeah. It's just... I thought you had to win a conflict or something. No, mate. Right, so this is, this is the one out of the crane pack, which is Festival for the Fortunes. You're probably oh. thinking... You're probably thinking of... Yeah, just, I'm thinking of the lion card, aren't I? You have to break a province. Yeah, yeah when you yeah. break a province. But that only honours your people, whereas the crane one honours everybody. Um, yes. So, but the thing is, like, if you're running four or five lion guys, and... Yeah, that's actually that's actually really good, isn't it? Your opponent's you got could two. Pay, it's a big honour swing. Yeah. And you're a, you're a seeker of air, and we all know that seeker of air is super rich. Yeah. yeah, so you so get your the, three three fate cost isn't so bad. Yep. So you also, you know, you, I guess with the new lion stronghold as well that's been spoiled, you can kind of look at honor running to a degree with that kind of stuff. You know, there's you know, you're you're starting on thirteen, so you only have to get what you have to earn twelve honor in a game, and then you've suddenly honored oh, out. Here's an idea. So. Seeker of Air actually gives them access. Is it Seeker of Air? Let me just make sure I'm thinking no, about the no, right. No, you're right. Seeker yeah, of Air. Yeah. Uh, but we're talking about line. Okay, so here I, I had switched into Crane. I thought we were talking about Crane. <laughs> I suddenly thought, oh, you know what? We could actually put in that uh, that attachment that adds the trait of your role to the ring. And then you'd be like, oh, I'll just honor all my guys. And I'll win all the conflicts because my opponent can't play cards. And then I'll make every conflict an air conflict. Yeah, no. <laughs> not not to be. <laughs> nah. So look, I th I think that'll be good. Um, yeah, Se Secret Varus is good. Like, there's nothing wrong with it at all. They can run Mantis Seafarer as well, which is actually I think going to be quite good out of line. Just burn it on a point, gain a fate, and it's a a bushy drop bear for a two one. I think that's probably got some value. Um, you won't see it. All yeah, the that's time. probably the first time I've seen I've seen that actually. You know, myself consider that card. Yeah, I think a little because otherwise, of... otherwise it doesn't do too much. I mean, you got to pay two for it initially, plus whatever you're going to invest fate-wise. Yeah, in but... order to drop it... the honor, and you have to put him in multiple conflicts to kind of make him break even a bit. Just yeah, save the fate. Well, yeah, but it doesn't have to break even. Like the the reaction is just a kicker, right? As you after you win stuff, and you can keep moving him in twice a turn with movement effects if you have them, but. Mostly he's a two he, he's a two one zero for two, so he's safe from dishonor, and he's a bushi mm -hmm. that you can that you can sacrifice to HMT or any of the other line effects that need you to eat things. I think he's fine. I, yep, I will acknowledge that I thought about it for a bit, even though I don't think I'm with you. <laughs> Maybe it's like lion. 
get a lot of value out of little tiny drop bears like one costers like the um the reinforcement card the one one that bumps with ring claims but um they i've messed around with them a bit recently and they don't have enough drop bears to really fill it out with decent bushy so mm. i, I think like, it might I, i'm not saying i'm gonna chuck it in there but i think Time seeker is solid. again the provinces are the main thing getting the seeker fate and being able to run both um your med not meditations what am i doing fertile fields and also running your gain of fate your manicured gardens running both mm -hmm. of those i think will, will do do plenty for them i think that's good they're both two solid boxes um and again it's all about the crane splash from here cool all right moving on phoenix um seeker of void yeah who didn't see that coming no. like <laughs> yeah everybody wanted everybody wanted seeker of, of void nah, you know i actually i actually didn't vote for seeker of void partly because <laughs> i figured you know we were going to get it anyway but i felt like more interesting choices could have been made out of like seeker of earth or uh seeker yeah. of fire something like that oh but seeker of void is so good like particularly for phoenix like to be able to run Shameful Display and Kurimori is in a high glory clan like Phoenix. It's just too, too good. Like, it's mm. just really strong. Yeah. So, I did actually sort of make a, uh, a Phoenix deck uh, just to sort of test things out. And my row is going to be uh, Upholding Authority, Shameful, Elemental Fury, and Kurimori. I see. Uh, Elemental Elemental Fury, I think, is a bit of an interesting one. I it, really enjoyed Elemental Fury a while back, like um, during Season 1, I think, out of mm. my Phoenix deck that I was running. I went mm. off it when I learned that if I swap the ring on my opponent, he gets the fate that's on that ring. Yeah. That soured the whole experience for me. I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's garbage. Yeah. You, sh you should be able to claim fate. When you declare, you get it, and then that's it. But no, so it, so it just made it too high risk. Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of understand that. I think I'll have to test it and see where it's at. But um, my thinking here is that with the change to Tadaka, I yeah. feel like I want more Rings of Earth in my life. So <laughs> that means two out of the two out of the three provinces as an action, sometimes uncancelable, uh, you can just switch the ring. You're just like, okay, it's Ring of Earth now. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, and then you and then you display of power and then you've got it, you know, so now you can attack. So you remember, I think in the article or maybe it was on Discord, people were talking about like, uh, okay, so it nerfs Phoenix a little bit. Um, we're going to have to, they're going to have to do some different things. Like they're going to have to actively go and get the ring. Yeah, sometimes, right? <laughs> so <laughs> if you're, if you're the first player, you go and get the ring of earth and then he's on for the rest of the turn brilliant if you're if you're the defending player if you're the second player then they attack you not on the ring of earth because they're too smart for that and then you change it into the ring of earth <laughs> then you can play display of power and maybe maybe it can't be cancelled depending on what's in their bin or what you've chosen for your master Mishitoshi, yeah. all this type of stuff no, so i, I think yeah. it's an underutilized province i think people often mm. or usually people will attack with a certain ring 
with a, a very very sound strategy in mind like they want to get that ring and then their whole game plan is sort of a domino from that ring effect they go if i win mm. i do this with the ring and then this happens then this happens and that's how i'm yeah, gonna play that's right. and we need yeah. to switch that on them to like if you've got no one if they've got no one bowed yet and you have no one with no fate and you just switch mm-hmm. it to water suddenly they're running at a dead ring right and they can't do anything it's like well that's I fucking agree. great i've just burnt it so it, it's it's super good in that regard. I had plenty of fun with it. Um, I think it's super good out of Dragon and Phoenix, particularly because they both got ring effects that, that can really, really have an impact. Um, yeah, and with the restriction on restriction placed on Secluded Shrine, it kind of means that you can't use Secluded Shrine to turn on Prodigies or Solemn Scholars anymore. Nah, or that's... Master Gishitoshi you can't really sort of force force them into the master gishitoshi ring or yeah. you can force them off the ring that you've got like your elemental dreamer assigned to yeah things like that but uh one thing that i think might be a little bit overlooked is uh katana of fire so with embrace the void going onto the list it means it's coming out of decks and i think that this might be an opportunity for us to really try and experiment with some kind of ring control style to see if that can work you know can i manipulate the ring such that i get the ring of fire which makes my katana of fire really great um or i get the ring of water when my opponent didn't expect it which turns on my prodigy which then stands which then attacks yada 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 you know can i I i feel like this is now a viable tactic in the pursuit of my my phoenix dominion I think domination. I, I find the issue with the fire katana is that mm. it's the only card that does that. Like you kind of to get any value out, you have to really stack your, your long term fire effects, right? Like plenty no, of pe- really. people with the fire trait, and then you got to claim the ring, and then you have that. So maybe so, you get four out of it's, and it's one card. It's three cards in your whole deck. It's, it's interesting. I feel like it's under underappreciated. Um, I think the thing that people don't like about it is you have to pay one for it but i think that the effect by itself is actually really good and really scalable um bill kurlasami had a phoenix crane deck which i took to a local event here and it was it was fantastic you were just honor all you guys and you had i think it was a charge build so it was like fire elemental guard and phoenix charge bird and fire tensai initiates and then two fire katanas and you're up to the the fire katanas themselves or katana fires are actually up to an ungodly amount of skill value yeah i think on on a single conflict i got into like the 50s worth of skill value in a single conflict it it goes nuts it goes absolutely nuts yeah okay i'd be keen to see it yeah so elemental fury switch into the firing go grab it with a display um you know, make your katanas of fire a little bit bigger on the attack. And, um, yeah. And it's a spell. You, your Shrine Maiden goes and gets it for you. Yeah. No, also good. Yeah, for sure. I All right. It. Next. Scorpion, Keeper of Air. Um, All right. It's like you are Seeker of Air, but a little <laughs> more keepery. <laughs> keeps keeps itself close to the chest. He's a keeper. Um, nah, it... it <laughs> <laughs> the main thing is it, uh, for me at least it switches on the ability to go for a i, I don't th- for, for a hard dishonor deck i don't think there is any other combination of stuff in the game more able to dishonor people out consistently than a keeper of air scorpion deck 
Um, mm. They've got all the tools. I'll be honest. I want to see it. I yeah. really want to see no, it. I really look, I honest, want. Yeah. Remedy very nearly had it happening when he was running his mill. Um, he was doing very, very well. Like he was routinely dishonoring people out with mill on like turn three, um, mm-hmm. like all the time. And people are like, oh, but they don't lose. Well, that's not by turn three. If people want to draw any amount of freaking cards. Yeah, everyone's down to quite low honor by that point. Everyone's assassinated once or twice. Everybody's mm-hmm. got plenty of stuff on the table. They've not defended a couple of conflicts, and that five honor takes you way down real fast. And then you've got the backhanders in there to back you up, and anything else that you need. Do so. you do you think the change to City of the Open Hand kind of nerfs that a bit? Or how much how much does it nerf it? Do you think? Uh, I don't think that much. Like it, like it obviously does. Like it makes a difference. But the gaining of honor out of that deck, in in some instance, can actually hinder you. Like you want to be below your opponent as much as possible to play a some of your cards, but also to be able to have your box turned on to take the honor off your opponent. If I take one off you this turn and we manage to stay tired until the next turn, then I can't use it and I can't drag you down that little bit more. So the idea is, I think you really want to get people down to sort of six. And once they're at that six mark, once the the decking and the mill rolls around, they lose five and it takes just that final point, one dishonored body that dies or anything like that so, and they just fall off. So do you think that the mill deck is a... Uh, sorry, do you think that the dishonored deck is a mill deck or is it or is that just one, one thing that you're thinking of? Uh, sorry, what do you mean? Can you... So... You were talking a lot about... I think you started talking about uh, Mill there, right? So yep. getting your opponent to discard cards, getting your opponent to yep. very low honour. Yep. Is is that the super strong dishonour deck? Or is that just one option? No, um, I, I think that's just one option. So if you... The, the only way I think you can run dedicated dishonour at the moment is to run dedicated dishonour with all the things and all the... What splash is dedicated dishonour? Uh, you would probably, well, okay. So there's two, the, the dedicated dishonor on its own, where you are only dishonoring, you can't really do much of anything else is basically running Phoenix because you want to turn over your Oracle of Stone and a few other toys like display of power are super handy. Um, but, um, mostly out of Scorpion, if you want to run dedicated dishonor, as I was saying, use all the regular toys in the meantime, dishonoring people, making sure your stuff doesn't get broken, and then later game the mill starts to happen. And when they get down to five, you've saved up this giant hand and you hit them with everything at once and they drop from nine mm. to zero in one turn or what have you. And you, know, and you can these days you can run um all kinds of stuff to help that along. So uh, warm welcome is really good for occurring some cards if it's in there, and Scorpion have got all the dial shenanigans that they can run to help Aww. switch those things on. Yeah, actually, I didn't think about Walmart. Um, that would be really good with your and backhanders. Scorpion and have just yeah, and Scorpion have got a lot of dishonor, obviously, uh, particularly out of air. When they've they've also got all these other cards that help the mill and the dishonor everywhere else, and you don't need to break stuff. Um, and being a deck, I think that doesn't go for conquest is actually, I think, too unexplored. I mean, you really need to be declaring, but if you can pick just one province your opponent's got and just poke out of the whole game without breaking anything. You don't have to worry about all these super strong province effects getting in your face. You never have to worry about what's under the box. Um, there's, mm-hmm. there's plenty there you don't need to do. Um, 
and you've always got defenders i think there's there's plenty there for it um the other way is obviously just running the good keeper cards so the cancel jewel out of keeper so defend your honor and uh, mark of shame and all the other good stuff i think makes a very big difference yep i wonder how much i'm going to go back to hating all the dishonor effects out of uh scorpion anyway yeah. no, that's plenty time, there. time will tell yeah you know what else just kind of occurred to me as you were talking was that um phoenix and scorpion have kind of switched roles back yeah. to the way they were uh post gen con yeah no that's it they've come full circle <laughs> did any other clan have that I don't think any uh, other clan is. I feel on those like. Nah, no, not really. Oh, actually, Scorpion. Sorry, Scorpion Seeker of Air was their post Gen Con role. Yeah, but they've got that at the moment, so. That's they cool. do have. They do have that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, so Unicorn. Yep, and look, the Keeper of Water is for the same reasons Dragon took it. Um, I think a big part of that is fight on. Um, that mm -hmm. that splash for, with the, all the other attachments that come with crab for both those clans is super prominent. So, do you do you like um, what's the water the unicorn water card that bows non uniques? Press press of battle. No, I do not. I really I I do not rate any card that says non uniques. First of all, because people love their uniques. Um, because first of all, any time that you get a free fate or one of your people for a turn, you get a good feeling, right? It's a massive swing. And the negatives that come with a unique person really apply. Like, it almost never happens. The only time I think I have ever... I think I can count three times I've ever had an issue with unique personalities. And once was late in a game where I flipped three shoju on the row at once, at like turn four. That was a bit shit. <laughs> but... I don't, I don't know, like... Press, press of Battle says bow and on unique character during a military conflict or something to that effect, right? So that kind of seems like it applies to a lot. Like, nah, but... I don't know, challenge, Challenger out of Crane, Guest of Honor out of Crane, potentially in a military conflict. So it's, it's, so it's going. there's like a lot of actually the cards in this game. One of my big criticisms of a lot of them is that there are way too many restrictions on so many of them. Like this card is not just bow and on unique. Like it's bow and on unique if you are in a military conflict and if you control more people oh, than them. Like, yeah, I forgot about or, I mean, yeah, I admittedly, it's climate. free, but it's just too much. Like, it's there, there are too many restrictions. Like, too often, that card will just be dead weight in your hand. It's going to sit there doing nothing. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, in that case, um, the they have access to the Lion plus three weapon. The one that bows people when they use their abilities, I think it is. Um, no, yeah. no, no. The one that comes back instead of getting the, um, the you play, watering effect. You, you play it for free instead of straightening or uh, straightening or bowing someone. Um, that's fine. I I think that's a good card. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, You're already I, on Lion Splash anyway in Unicorn. If if you are, yeah, it's only one one point to splash. Um, you might use it as one of those cards that you discard. For to activate all the effects that are popping up, like the I can't remember her name. It's one of the 
sand roads people. The one that lets you flip your we suck at, back we down. We suck at naming cards. <laughs> no, we do. Well, there's a, there are a lot of cards in this game now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, just going to get worse. And, and, and a lot need, of them... Like, the little book of L5R cards. And, and most of them you never see because nobody can play them. Because <laughs> um, yeah. they're all locked. Um, yeah. But, like, like, you could just discard it and then it hangs around and you've got some effect out of it for the discard. And then when the opportunity arrives around for the water ring to be resolved and you don't can't use it you trigger this drop a plus three military on one of you guys that's a win that's not bad you know um, you know what i liked about these cards is that you can play them from your discard pile yeah so they synergize really well with cards like oracle of stone um again with bill Curlis army's deck right yeah. like there are five it was a 45 card conflict deck and five of those cards were three oracle of stones and two guidance of the ancestors so that you could play the oracle of stone and then you could discard like a spell or and a guidance and you've kind of not really lost anything just to draw two cards yeah um it was it was very very interesting i like i it was just very interesting it was i i feel i feel it was surprisingly effective yeah i mean i can see keeper of water yeah it's super good for unicorn look I, I think again look i think it's all about three fight on three reprieve and then two of whatever you feel like um like maybe... oh well it's got to be got to be no it can't be no it can be rebuilt can't it what's the unicorn restricted pick charge right charge yeah so no you you do can you, go, you could run do you rebuild? go for rebuild because you could rebuild your chateau main encampments and stuff yeah well there's always you know rebuild was the 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 key card for the old turbo yurt, right? Where you sure you yeah. double down all the honor gains, and there's other cards out there now that can help you get a bit more honor. Um, mm. Unicorn are getting a bit of a thing going on. Defense of Rock again, also super good for Unicorn um, because they've got so many tiny little bodies that they can just eat for a neutralize an enemy. Spreading the darkness, probably not bad. Smuggling deal, maybe. Um, yeah, actually, this this feels really this feels really good. What it's, about Mantis Tanjiki? Do you play that? I like it. I think that's really good out of... Actually, no, period. I think that's really good. It's a shug for a lot of clans that don't otherwise have a lot of Shigenja, so they can run a bit more cloud, a little more reliably. They mm-hmm. It has a solid ability and non-awful stats. Um, and, mm, it's, yes. and it's Mantis who are the true master race of clans. So, you know... <laughs> Well, next to, those, next to Spider, they're too icy don't, don't, to Spider. Don't be one of those guys. Don't, I'm not, don't I'm be not. that guy. No, <laughs> did you play? Did you play Mantis or a Spider? Uh, I played Spider just all yeah, the time. Spider. Out of Emperor Edition, I, I, I was all over them. It was so good. Yeah, it was it was Phoenix or Shadowlands, and then if you couldn't play Shadowlands, I guess Spider will do. Yeah, no, that's absolutely it. But um, now look, because yeah, the the with um all unicorns new toys they've just gotten like with their curved blade and all the other things they've got like they're obviously just a big attachment clan and attachment clan attachment decks lend themselves to enormous towers enormous towers love their crabs, lend themselves right? to crabs clan yep, yeah i'm sure. with you i agree okay well there we have it we didn't really talk a lot about what makes cards good and bad but we'll hopefully bench that some for next that. time sure uh, and we have four out of seven clans that now have Seeker of Void. So I guess we can just expect everybody to play Seeker of Void decks from now on on Jigoku, right? We've got like three with Keeper of Water, right? 
Like, uh, Keeper of Water, one, two, yes, three. Three with Seeker of Air or Keeper of Air? There's a lot out there. I think there's two with Seeker of Air. Turns yeah, out... Two not with many... Seeker of Air and two with Seeker of Earth. Yeah. Uh, Tur sorry, Keeper of Air. Turns out not many people are fan of Earth Rolls, or Fire Rolls for that matter. I would really have loved that for Phoenix. I would really have loved to see what would happen with like a, um, a Seeker of Fire. I'd uh, cause be... you could dead keen on a Keeper of Fire for Scorpion, to be honest. And... Keeper of Fire Scorpion? Yeah. You know, I think Bert ran one of those at like a local event. We used to run like alternate role tournaments where you couldn't play the standard roles yeah. and he brought a keeper of fire scorpion and killed it it was really good yeah i think they do really well i think um i don't know look if nothing else out of all out of the errata change and all these rings um i'm really keen for their meta shake up i got a bit tired of everybody whinging about phoenix all the time it's like okay big deal they were the the red-headed stepchild or the orange-headed stepchild for a very long time you know, they got slapped around heaps. They deserve it. Yeah, in the in the first in the first few months of the game, uh, it was it was definitely a real challenge. Yeah, they, they, but you know, I think, but you know, that no didn't have it anywhere near as bad as Unicorn. Um, yeah, you know what? You know, stuff changes over time. Yeah. We might be unhappy or or meh about some of the restricted list changes, and uh, you know what? It's just like a transient thing. It'll shift and change over time stuff will come off and maybe we'll be happier next time who knows no that's it go with the flow yeah. be like water yeah you know? no, i'm still digging the game i like embrace new embrace the void yeah. any any new options are good like a seeker of as i said the so not seeker the keeper of air for scorpion means i can run all the cool air stuff with defend your honor and forge edict and and just have good times yeah it's, it's good i, I challenge you to a duel your Seeker of Air versus my... Oh, sorry. Keeper of Air versus my Seeker of Void. Oh, I'll have to, I have to build a proper Keeper of Air first. We'll see how we go. Damn right. Oh, oh that was the other thing, actually. That was the other thing. If uh, Phoenix got a, a Earth Roll, I was really looking forward to playing Sabotage. <laughs> what, what? Nobody's got an Earth Roll. I don't really see, see it around. It's too limited. Like, only military conflicts and you just dump a card. Peasant's advice, man. That's where it's at. It's all yeah. about. I'm not even yeah. joking. You know, that, you know, that card, I, that card is never. You can have three of them in your hand on your first, and you'd be a fool to mulligan them away. They're amazing. In Scorpion, no, yeah. in, in every deck, no, they, no, no, they no are, not in Phoenix. Surely not. Surely they, not in Lion either. All decks, they are so good. <laughs> all right, like, I would be happy to be proven wrong on that one. It's so versatile. Such a good card. I think out of Cuden Bayushi, I absolutely love it out of Cuden oh, Bayushi. It's, 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 it's gold <laughs> out of KB, not? but it's it's yeah. an awesome card. Like to be able to discard something that's gonna bust your balls <laughs> when it flips up in your opponent's gear, right? Out of the end, like even a Kanjo or whatever. You just not nah, shuffle it back in, don't want to hear about it. No, you won't be rebuilding it if that happens to be an option you've gone for because it's shuffled, it's not discarded. Mm. Um it, also you scout the province. Like and you can just you know, do it any time in the conflict phase. It's just good. Yeah. When when people discard Kanjo District, I actually don't mind. You know? Like Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's good, but it's like a it's def, it's definitely not win more. Like it definitely helps you come back from behind. But it feels like the focus of my gameplay should be kind of without it, and then if you get it, it's frosting. It's like yeah. sealing the deal. Right, yep. here we go, we've got it. It's done. And then if it gets discarded, you're like, well, 
guess I just keep on going with plan A. Yeah, that's it. No, I'm with you. I feel it. But yeah, I like it. All right. I guess I'll let you go. All right. Um, we'll wrap and we and will talk again next week. Yeah, man. Dead keen.